When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Huda, and welcome back to Kenatra Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. I'm alongside my co-host, Chris Connor. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, uh, obviously, the 25-27 loss over the Atlanta Falcons. Saints falling to 5-3, and three, had the opportunity to become first in the NFC South. Uh, they fall short. Uh, they were down 18 points in this game. Crazy comeback, and they lose in one of the most remarkable ways I've seen. There's not a week that goes by I'm surprised of either how we lose or when it's just it's never an easy Sunday oh man I you know I kind of I I had accepted defeat when mm-hmm. you know the Atlanta got that last that last or well, yeah that last touchdown early in the fourth quarter after the fumble I I, I had accepted defeat like I was fine you know, like I, I at, at that point it was just like you know we see games like this everybody everybody has a game like this in the Saints you know, they may have a few. I was cool with that. But, you know, to put together that amazing comeback, I mean, just just like the range of the range of, of emotions that are at play here. Like they they go back and they score in like three minutes. Then they get a stop. Then they come down again and they score. You know, you get a few penalties, so on and so forth. Um then you get another stop and an amazing punt return. And they're, they're able to do this while all doing, like, using the clock well, timeouts and everything. And it's like, holy shit, man, they might have a chance of winning this game. Like, oh, shit, they're in the lead. And then you're back to thinking, fuck, do they have too much time? But then you just thought, of, you just <laughs> thought that last week with Tom Brady, and it clearly would, and, you know, they make a play. It's like, Okay, well, am I being too negative here? And in the first play, the, the first freaking play, you get Cordero Patterson out of – Cordero's having a great season, dog. I, I'm not here. But Paulson Adebo, you are a cornerback. Cordero Patterson, he, at this stage in his career, and he's been great out of the backfield uh, for Atlanta, having a really good year with the way he's been used. I cannot take that away from him. But you cannot let him beat you there. And if he does beat you, it can't be over top. But we're not even done there because then Mike Davis mm-hmm. fumbles. <laughs> and they try to let him score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 man, um, so many, so many thoughts, so many, so many things to pull from. Um, yeah, I, I don't know really what to say, man. Well, 
there, there could be a few things that I could point out and say, uh, that was the reason why they lost. That was the reason. Uh, just down that stretch it's itself. I mean, the two-point conversions, uh, they both were failed. That's four points. Uh, you could have just kicked the PAT. I mean, they didn't know uh, how the game would play out. But the real reason why they lost is because three out of those, those four quarters, they were an awful football team. I mean, this was a yeah. really bad performance the first three quarters. The fourth quarter was was great. I mean, there were some really good moments. But three quarters of this game was awful. Penalties, uh, drops, like everything was bad. I mean, I, I checked it out, and the Saints were actually – I was surprised. They had four uh, drops heading in this game, like just wide open drops, and that was uh, 29th in the NFL. They had five in the first half, and I don't know how many in the second half, but it was really, really bad. And I thought Trevor did um, okay. I thought he did good enough in the first half. But, I mean, that offense will only go as far as, I mean, the receivers will take him because Ingram and Kamara were just phenomenal. They're running the ball all over, but then the offense would just stall with penalties, drops just dumb ignorant things um and the holding penalties it wasn't even like it was like 50 50 it was like you're not even trying i mean the lack of effort was just not there the whole game i i I mean that's what was frustrating like you said it was like uh it was what 27 or 24 6 or something like that and i was like okay whatever we lost it was just a bad performance and then they fight back and then lose and it just makes me so much so much more mad it's like i was fully content on losing and now it's like it hurts so bad that we lost that game because we we obviously I felt like we should have won, and like these are these are just games though that you like. Dallas lost today, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know how New Orleans is gonna, you know. You can have your own opinion if you believe that they're having an opportunity to uh, compete for that number one seed, but you at least could have had an opportunity another week to entertain it, right? You know, you win this game, you're, you know, you're, you're tied with Atlanta. I mean, with Tampa Bay, you have the, the tiebreaker. You know, number one team in the NFC South. Dallas lost today. Um, you know, Green Bay is, is, um, I believe, on their way to losing. Like, mm-hmm. there were some things that were going to be in your favor, um, and it's not like some of the games that you have coming up are all, like, you know, going to be simple, right? I mean, you know, it's a lot of tough competitive games coming up on your schedule for a team that has a lot of questions due to injury and just today they, I mean they just today they just they didn't look like a team that was focused they looked to kind of just um they were just they were just out there they didn't they didn't take mm-hmm. Atlanta serious seriously earlier mm-hmm. and I I think that played a role the defense made some plays because that's what they're supposed to do um you know early on in the game but then after you have drives that stall by drops you know you end up getting a 92 yard drive which is uncharacteristic of the defense um i understand that people were saying like you know well when the offense continues to stall eventually the defense is going to break well look like like it's not like the falcons are are a perfect team either right now man i mean you know you know they're missing calvin really their number one you know running i mean uh, wide receiver you know, they're, they're out here playing with Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson and whatever's left of Matt Ryan. You know, you couldn't get after the quarterback consistently. You know, they, they just, you know, they seem to turn on a switch when they felt like it. And that's compounded with the fact that we don't know. I mean, I don't know if anything's come come uh, about here on Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, but you lose him mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, an injury that looks toe-related. He looked completely um, devastated going out on the cart. So, 
it just it, it was a very like just confusing game. We've seen them before against Atlanta, actually, you know, at home. I mean, we've seen this. It, it, it was a you know a letdown game, you know, of sorts, or you know, you know, you win a high energy based game and then you lose it, you know, the next one's the team you're supposed to beat, but not like this, not when you come all mm-hmm. the way back and take the momentum at home. Just odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the receiver group, especially, uh, we were kind of joking about. Uh, this kind of being Odell Beckham's audition, just checking out the team, see if he what he likes. I mean, it is a joke, but in some ways it's not. I mean, uh, the group didn't look great, and we were kind of joking around saying, like, Sean Payton's going to uh, – in the uh, post-game press conference, he'll be like, ah, we like our group. But he, he defended them again. He's like, um, they weren't the only group that played bad or something like that. It, I forget the exact quote, but he, he was kind of defending them again. And I, I really think that there needs to be some accountability there. Because Adam Troutman had a horrible fourth and three drop. I mean, there was numerous really, really bad drops. I mean, it happens. You get you get the dropsies, but uh, not for the whole entire team. Um, but for the defensive side of the ball, I thought they were pretty good in one area, and that was the front seven in the running attack. They had 34 total yards rushing. Mike Davis, nine carries, 13 yards. Coderell Patterson, nine carries, 10 yards. I feel like they never had anything. Their longest run was freaking five yards. Now, receiving-wise... I don't know what happened in the secondary, but they just fell asleep today. I feel like the, the lack of effort was crazy. Uh, Russell Gage's touchdown, if, it felt like Marshawn got beat just on the first move, and he just gave up. He didn't even try to get back. Cordell Patterson, six receptions, 126 yards, 64-yard long. Russell Gage, seven receptions, 64 yards. Kyle Pitts, three receptions, 62 yards. So we had this game plan going in of how to stop these guys, and obviously uh, it didn't go as planned, but – I mean, they took advantage of the matchups that they had. It felt like sometimes they, they were mismatched. And the first play of the game, Marshawn gets beat bad by Kyle Pitts. He dropped it, but it's like they were the better better team today. We obviously had that great fourth quarter comeback, but we didn't deserve to win. The next two games we have are uh, the Tennessee Titans. It'll be a tough game. Even without Derrick Henry, they're a good football team. And the Philadelphia Eagles, which, I mean, from now on, you can't say – any games at W or now it's just it's just hard to tell and going back to the receiver room this week is going to be a big week for Saints fans because Odell will be a free player on Tuesday and there's the rumors and all that if you don't get Odell is this receiver room screwed and is this offense screwed I, I don't know man I mean it's just I mean Sunday well, today it didn't leave me with any any clear indications on really any of it. Um, I if the Saints don't get Odell, I don't think guys get drastically better. Um, I think Simeon may or may not get more comfortable, but do they have five drops? You know, next next week probably not. But I I mean the issue here more than anything is injury, right? If someone gets hurt, mm-hmm. like. Let's say you lose a Deontay Harris. At that point, you are completely screwed. Scott, guys are coming and going. Kenny Stills dropped two passes in a row, and he makes two of the biggest catches of the game down the stretch out of nowhere. You know, um, I just I leave. You know, Taysom Taysom Hill comes in for, yeah, consecutive plays. Well, actually, actually a trio of plays, but one ends up he ends up getting off the field after a false start, but he gets on the field randomly for two plays playing more of a traditional style quarterback position, throws two darts. Um, and then you think and, and, and you wonder, well, Sean did, you know, Sean did say that he would play. 
is this is this package going to be like is this going to be his drive or is he replacing Simeon and Simeon comes back come Simeon comes back in and then literally the next play it's a sack fumble um so I guess I mean was today the way Taysom usage levels was it about the concussion was it about what they saw on film was it about them trusting Simeon I mean those two those two point um conversions it was odd Mm -hmm. there not to see Taysom on either of them especially the second one uh, that that didn't make much sense to me at all. I mean, he he's supposed to be your short yardage um, quarterback there. I um, yes, I I I don't know. I, I I really don't know. I feel like um, I feel like they'll be in trouble. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, the offensive line had some. I don't know, man. Today, the game was just so weird and just how it affected it. It just seemed like they turned it on at a certain period of time. It's hard to say if, if they will be in trouble necessarily, but they do need help. Yeah. They definitely need help. But trouble for what? Can they still make the playoffs with this receiving core? I think so. Mm-hmm. They can still be at worst a seven seed, but what does that even mean? You know, I, but they need to, they desperately need to add somebody, and we hope that it's Odell more than a Deshaun, more than a John Ross or anybody like that. It needs to be a guy who can make those short intermediate passes that everybody seemed to drop today. Mm-hmm. They can get you 20, 30, you know, some of those flash plays, yards after catch, because those drops earlier, those type of plays hurt them early in the game when Simeon played through some pretty good passes. Yeah, I thought Trevor was, was pretty good. I mean, there was not many mistakes. Uh, you look at the time of possession, we had the ball 32 minutes. They had it 27. You look at the yards. This really stood out to me. They had 366. We had 376. We outgained them, which makes no sense to me. But what killed them is the 10 penalties, 74 yards. Yeah. And th- those were huge penalties. I mean, those were drive killers every single time. Um, look at the Falcons, six penalties, 76 yards. So they did have more penalties, but it felt like ours had such more of a like impact on, on our drives that we had. Our yards per play, they obviously totally outkilled us. They had 6.4. And I think moving forward, the defense will be fine. Uh, it, it was Correct. it was a bad week. And the Falcons, you're always going to get their best game. Like the Saints' best game was against the Buccaneers last week. You'll always get the Falcons' best game. And um, receiving-wise, I thought Callaway did okay. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to just get some positives here. Uh, Deshaun Jackson I mean, signed with the Raiders. So... I just now I'm just now seeing that. That's uh, official. Yeah, official. He just posted okay. it on Twitter. Uh, but the Taysom Hill topic, I, I I wonder how much it played in a part that he's coming off that bad of concussion. So maybe his playing time wasn't as much, but he 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 lined up a tight end. So I don't think that they'd be worried about his head if he's playing tight end. I I it really scratched my head how he he was great those three plays and they just pull him off and it, it wasn't so Trevor's fault that he it was a strip sack. I mean, he was in the process of throwing. It was he cocked it back, and Toronto Armstead just kind of threw that block. And you you look at that play. If that didn't happen, I mean, this could be a whole different game. I mean, they could have just pulled away at the end, and it would have been a different conversation. But uh, it's not. And the Saints are five and three, and uh, got they got some props. Well, <laughs> like, but, you know, we problem. can't. Listen, I can't take any anything away from Trevor. For a third-string quarterback, man, I mean, for him to put together those, those last two drives, or actually those last three drives, you know, that he put together, um, 
And hell, I mean, even the drive at the end of the third quarter, it, it ends in a field goal. But, you know, he got into a rhythm. He moved the ball. He got over, uh, you know, his his receivers not holding on to the ball, the, you know, the holding penalties and everything that kind of stood in the way. I think Trevor, Trevor played pretty well. But um, one of the reasons that I that I thought Taysom Hill would start and a, and a reason that I would I still wouldn't rule out at some point that, that it happens is because. If you don't add another receiver, you know, you need an extra dynamic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I, I just think Taysom behind the center, it just, it allows them to make up for some of the things that they lack right now. You can manipulate things a lot better. And again, I mean, I, I, I would agree with you that I do believe that this may have been like concussion related, you know, but they're going to need him. They're going to need as many explosive plays with opportunity for explosive plays that they can get you know I, I don't remember how many plus 20 yard plays they have today but have, but they didn't have many i would say you know, one maybe yeah yeah i mean yeah maybe one and I, that may have been the play that may have been the pass to uh to deontay um yeah i i, I just they're not going to be able to win games 16 to 13 mm-hmm. you know consistently against good competition down the stretch. I mean, as good as the defense is, I just think that's too much to ask of, of them like that in a controlled environment or, you know, even, even outside of one. Um, you know, we don't, we don't see, you know, they have games where they, take, where they take away the football and they have games where they don't take away the football. Some games they can, they can rush the passer and other games, you know, it, it, it kind of comes and goes. So I, I – I think that it's going. They're going to have to find a way to manufacture more offense. And I mean, until we know Odell's status, until we have more on film with Simeon and uh, some of these other guys, you know, at at wide out and who's going to play, who's not going to play. Um, if you do add another receiver, um, yeah, they they're going to have to figure out something because teams are not going to let the Saints run the football. They just at some point they are going to stand up. The Saints went from went from running all over Atlanta to where. Atlanta just just say all right. Even if we have to come out here with five defensive linemen mm-hmm. against you having three wide receiver or bringing out three wide receiver sets, this is what we'll do, you know, to make sure that there is no type of running up the middle. And I mean, the one run I think that they did have down the stretch that was, you know, the the Alvin Kamara call. Well, it was called back for holding. So yeah, and just, it was holding. just a confusing. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. just just a confusing game. Um, as we go into a confusing period, but I mean, again, Odell can answer, I think a lot of questions for them and help them out, but man, um, you just, you just feel weird going for, you don't think that they're a mm-hmm. bad team. Mm-hmm. You just don't it's know. It's a weird in between. If, do you want to spend like all your cash space on an Odell or do you want to just, let's just ride it out and just figure it out. I think you do invest in Odell, but, uh, I agree with what you said about, about Taysom. I was going to tweet that out, but I was like, eh, I'll keep it to myself. I, I didn't think Trevor did anything wrong to go off the field. You just need Taysom right. on the field. When he came in those first two plays, the defense, it, it comes in. And so when he drops back to pass, all the pass lanes are open. And with Trevor, I mean, they know he, he can throw it. I mean, he's not, he's not a bad quarterback. Um, but another thing I was going to say was moving forwards, even if you add Odell or not, I think the one thing Trevor's done better than Jameis is maybe Jameis will go to Adam Troutman, he'll have a drop. And I think sometimes he was like, I'm not going to target him again. I, I liked how Trevor was like force-feeding Adam Troutman the ball. 
He had an awful game to start out with. And at the stretch, he's like, I'm going to keep giving it to him because I trust this guy. And he was really throwing these wide receivers some really difficult passes that sometimes I bet Jim wants to be like, nah, I'm just going to tuck and run because I don't trust the guy to catch it. And uh, obviously they had those drops, but he kept testing them. And eventually it has to pay off. Eventually someone has to catch those balls. I mean, they're not like easy catches. Kenny Stills and I want to say it was a second quarter where he dropped a dime and he, he had two hands on it, dropped it. It's a tough catch, but that's a catch you need to make. And I feel like getting paid millions to do that. Uh, Odell would have caught that. But I, I we're talking too much about, Ode- uh, about Odell. If Odell's on the sideline or not, the question still remains, who is going to step up? I mean, we're in week, what, nine? And every week I've said, who's going to be the receiver to step up? I think the only receiver that has taken a step forward is Deontay. I feel like he's gotten better in his route running and uh, whatnot, but he needs someone to compliment that. I mean, he's really, he's a really, really good wide receiver three or two, but he's not going to be your every down guy. And uh, it's starting to pay off and we'll just have to see moving forward what this team looks like. But I, I, yeah, I still, I still see a wild card uh, for them. And at worst they miss the playoffs and it's, it's, uh, it'll be tough, but I I really think this is a good enough team to make the playoffs, especially with this defense, and they'll bounce back. Uh, for CJ Gardner, CJ Gardner Johnson, uh, haven't seen anything yet, but Nick was saying it was a toe injury, which makes you kind of nervous because he seemed like in a lot of pain for a toe in- injury, and maybe it was a turf toe or whatnot. So we'll see. But moving forward, I I think you got to put Bradley Roby opposite Lattimore. I mean. That came at too big of a time to let that happen. Even if it was the only mistake of the game, it's a really, really bad mistake. And uh, me up is miracle kind of mistake. I mean, it's different from winning and losing the game. You don't in that position. The last thing that you can do is let that guy get behind you. You know what I mean? You're playing some type of off coverage there, which Adebo loves to do. Um, you know, if you have to get, if you're giving up something on the interior, that's fine here. You don't have to be the superhero on that play, but you can't be, you know, you, you know, you can't be the villain either, right? You know, you know, you, you can't be the one that lets someone, you know, that lets Corderell get behind. It can't, you can't even give up a 64 yard play. Um, one of the things that I, I will say about Trevor, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it, which I do agree with is um, not many backups would make some of those throws that you mentioned the one-on-one in the, in the red zone, I think, mm-hmm. to Marcus Calloway, giving him a one-on-one opportunity, you know, almost a jump ball type. You know, like you said, the pass to Kenny Stills was, his, with, you know, between two players. And some of the other passes, some of the passes that were thrown, uh, I think it was a couple to, to Traquan. I mean, there were some plays where Atlanta had New Orleans blanketed in coverage, and Trevor gave his, gave his guy an opportunity to make the catch. Um, but, I mean, the problem is consistency, man. Traquan make some good plays, made some important plays, but, you know, he gets, he, he gets called for holding and drops another one. And, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, you know, Troutman, Troutman tr- doesn't play well to start, you know, has a pass broken up that you, that maybe he could have had been a little bit of physical with his hands to catch it. And then the fourth and three, he doesn't catch it with his hands at all. Tries to mm-hmm. try to body catch it, looking upfield would have been a big game turnover on downs. Um, you know, um, Callaway, he dropped the pass that ended up coming back for a penalty anyway. But, you know, you want to see him make some of those passes, right? You want to see him being, being able to come down with some of those contested catches because you, you, you won't always be open. Um, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills drops the, you know, drops a pass 
and I, there was there was a few others that you know the, the they were thrown to him and he couldn't come up with them and then like we said he comes down and I mean it just when you're this far this late in the season and you still have all these questions and a five foot six receiver you know who is also your special teams guy is your best guy which listen he's he, he's playing really good and his speed offers them a lot but Listen, I, I I don't know how you feel confident going forward because you need somebody to step up, and it feels like every every week some guy might make a big play. You know, uh, this week you'll have a guy step up, and the next week you'll have it, but it's not mm-hmm. the same guy. You don't know what to expect and what you're getting. Um, it just it just adds to just a level of um, uncertainty. You didn't play Jawan Johnson today. Which had which which was one of the few guys that you could count on, especially in the red zone. You you may have been able to use it today instead of settling for two early field goals or one field goal in the in the first half and then the, the field goal at the end of the third. Um so yeah, man, I mean they they know that they need to upgrade this position and maybe they know that the Odell, you know, signing is 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 likely in the works or that it's coming already. Um but yeah, man, I I I don't want teams like the Atlanta Falcons being able to win playing press man coverage consistently against us because there are much better secondaries than the Atlanta Falcons left on your schedule and possibly in playoff matchups. Yeah. Odell, we need you. Just, just please. And we want to move on from this. And I know you guys want to move on from this. So when we come at you guys Thursday, talk about the Tennessee Titans. I really hope the headline has to do with Odell coming to the Saints, but we'll just have to see, and uh, hopefully we can get it done. But we're moving. We're moving on. I'm done. Are Are you done? Anything else to rant about? No, man. No. So I should move forward. Yep, I, I'm. I'm moving forward. Let's 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 move on. And yeah, well, we appreciate you guys tuning in today's episode. Not what we wanted. Uh, definitely not what we expected. Pretty disappointing. But don't lose hope. Don't lose confidence. Um, that that's a, that's the main thing. I had to write an article for DraftKings. Uh, how confident are Saints fans? And I, my confidence is still here because I believe in Sean Payton. I believe in the defense. And uh, I believe Odell is going to end up a Saint. So <laughs> uh, that's how it ended off. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm Brennan. He's Chris. Uh, appreciate you guys' support. Who that? Hey. Who that? 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 Let's go. We on the road. The next stop. Don't we know that?